You're listening to Healthy Living with Eric Su Podcast, episode 175. This episode is sponsored by our new friends at Health IQ. If you never heard of them, where have you been? Just kidding. Now, Health IQ is a new kind of life insurance company. Their advantage is their unique mortality model on the health conscious, and they have lower rates for health conscious people, like a good driver saving on auto insurance and unique underwriting replacing BMI with waist-to-hip ratio, cholesterol calculation, etc. Health IQ can save customers up to 33% because physically active people have a 56% lower risk of heart disease, 20% lower risk of cancer, and a 58% lower risk of diabetes compared to people who are inactive. 56% of Health IQ customers save between 4 and 33% on their life insurance. How do they do it, you must be wondering? Well, they use science and data to secure lower rates on life insurance for health-conscious people including runners, cyclists, strength trainers, vegans, yogis, crossfitters, and more. To see if you qualify, get your free quote today at healthiq.com forward slash healthy or mention the promo code healthy when you talk to a Health IQ agent. First time listener, hey, welcome. My team and I hope you enjoy this episode. Longtime listener, we thank you for your continued support. No matter who you are, do us a favor and hit the share button so all your friends can hear this amazing content too. All right, are you ready to be amazed? Health tips, wellness advice, no hype. Welcome to Healthy Living with Eric Sue, the show that inspires, motivates, and educates you towards your healthiest life. And now your host, Eric Sue. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Healthy Living with Eric Sue. I'm your host, and today we have a unique and awesome, how would you describe yourself, Sheila? <laughs> oh gosh, health and lifestyle coach, health to put it simple. Coach. Awesome, and uh, we have a special episode. Uh, Sheila was actually on on my uh, podcast, episode 115, so for everyone who's watching, you can go back and listen to that episode. Um, because of that, um, we're going to get right to this podcast, um, and you guys can listen to that past episode to learn more about Sheila. And uh, what we'll be talking about today is how to use self-care to regain control. All right, Sheila, are you ready to make it happen? I'm ready. Let's do it. Awesome, awesome. So um, we talked about this um, in the pre-show, and we came to this conclusion. And since we've talked in... Um, 2016, I think it was, on episode 115, a lot has changed, and um, specifically this self-care topic. So um, can you dive into it a little bit for us and, and share with us what it means to you? I love it. Thank you so much. Yeah, self-care is really the new health care in my eyes. And, you know, I think it's so important to prioritize our self-care. And, you know, in the time where we're so busy and stressed and overwhelmed, what happens is our self-care gets last on the to-do list, or it, maybe it doesn't even make the to-do list, right? We have good intentions and we want to take care of ourselves, but at the end of the day, we're just exhausted. And so I really am passionate about educating others and helping them carve out that time in their busy schedule to prioritize their self-care. And, you know, it could just start with a minute right? We all have one minute. And so really just starting small is just the way to, um, to begin and just, just to start. 
Awesome. Very good. And especially during the holidays while we record this, this is right before Christmas here. And um, what, what are the things that you are seeing maybe in this time, but throughout the year with people? Yeah, I think, you know, there's a lot of holiday parties, there's a lot of networking, there's a lot of, um, you know, gift giving, and um, it's December 5th, so we've got 20 days till Christmas, um, and, you know, what are some of those things, and a lot of things I'm hearing from talking to people are, they're wanting to create more experience, or do-it-yourself gifts, um, and so people are sort of getting away from all the commercialism um, you know, they're just starting to incorporate some new uh, traditions mm -hmm. for themselves and their family, um, especially being on a budget. So I think those are some great things. There's some great things you can make yourself like a sugar scrub or some granola or just something handmade. It really comes from the heart and it's intentional. And um, those are like the best gifts, I think. Perfect. Perfect. You know, um, when I think of self-care, I'm thinking of like, Go get a massage or something. That's that's okay, right? But um, absolutely, yes, uh, I definitely. Your massage therapist will appreciate you, and the person you're giving that gift to uh, will definitely appreciate that massage because that's a good point. A lot of times we don't spend the money on those things for ourselves, so it's always nice to treat someone to a massage or a mani pedi or you know just a, a lunch date, um, just something where you can. Um, take that time to rejuvenate and replenish yourself, um, especially if you're going to be traveling or if you're hosting a big uh, house of people. Um, you want to to make sure that you're grounded and that you're taking care of you so that you can take up care of others. Right, right, right. You know, one, one of the things that I think that um, people kind of are, are losing control because of some stress for uh, whatever reason, right? And, and um, what, what maybe there are some signs that, person's out in stress what, what are some of the signs that you can kind of share with us that could help for people sure understand? I, I think yeah. when yeah i think that's a great point i think when we're stressed we're in a state of being reactive and not proactive mm. right so that may be um that may be affecting your sleep that may be affecting your mood that may be affecting your relationships personally and professionally um, maybe you're not able to get to the gym as much, which I think that one of the best stress relievers is getting to the gym and walking it out or running it out or mm. punching the punching bag or getting into a cardio kickboxing class, mm. um, but also doing some yoga, you know, and really getting into the mind body. Um, those can all be really big stress uh, relievers. And again, are such an important thing. Even if you've got only 20, 30 minutes, it's better to do mm. something than nothing. So I definitely would incorporate that in your day and finding ways to carve that out. I find that getting it out of the way first thing in the morning is probably the best because as your day goes along, it's harder to fit in. Sure. Yeah. Uh, you had said something about reactive and, and mm -hmm. uh, what, what are some of the examples that, that uh, someone could pro attest perhaps to see if they are being reactive? Yeah, I think one of the one of the greatest ways to test that is if you're driving, do you have road rage? Uh. You know, are you giving someone the finger? Are you, you know, screaming and yelling at them? And, you know, it may not be their fault. Maybe that's something that something's going on in your day and you're lashing out and you're reacting to mm -hmm. versus if you were being proactive about it, you would just move over and let that person pass by. Right. Mm -hmm. So that's that's one of the biggest things I see. Um, the other is just your mood and how you're showing up. Are you, 
are you angry? Are you yelling at people? Or, you know, I think those are some of the signs where we need to take a step back and say, wait a minute, I think I'm really stressed. You know, before you get too far, far down the road into an argument or a disagreement with somebody, um, you know, it's, it's, it's better just to take a step back and say, hey, wait a minute, um, I think I'm stressed. I think I'm having some anxiety. Um, I'm really frustrated. You know, what do you really, what's the root of that? What are you really frustrated with? Mm. Um, and again, kind of get back to that. Let me get back to some self-care and seeing what I can do to negate that feeling. Sure. Do, so just speaking about road rage, do you suggest somebody to do some breathing exercises? What, what is it to, the, to help them uh, let go of that, that anxiety, if you will? Absolutely. Um, breathing is, you know, a lot of times we're just not breathing properly and that can affect so many things in our body chemically. Um, one of the things I love is Dr. Andrew Wiles breathing technique. He does a four, seven, eight breathing technique and you can YouTube or Google that and he'll show you how to do that technique. Um, and you're basically going to do it, uh, four times. You're going to breathe in for a count of four. You're going to hold it for a count of seven and you're gonna exhale for a count of eight. Mm. So you wanna do that four times in the morning, four times in the evening. I don't recommend doing it when you're driving the first couple of times, you will get lightheaded, mm. um, but it's great for your kids. You can teach them that when you're going to putting them to bed. It's great after you've done it a couple of times to do it in the car, um, that's okay. And then it's, what it does is it resets all of your systems and sort of brings you to a state of calm over time. It's not gonna happen overnight, but once you get in the practice of doing that twice a day, um, it's really, really beneficial and you'll start to notice the difference. In fact, if you're waking up in the middle of the night, I recommend doing it then as well. It'll help you get back to sleep. Very good. Excellent. So definitely hit a punching bag if you're at the gym or something like to relieve <laughs> stress. And then also practice the four, seven and eight. I think you said, right? Yes. Awesome. Um, what, what could you tell somebody who's, you know, trying to to uh, I guess you said regain control, but trying to maintain it? What, what is it that they ha that person has to do? Mm. You hit the keyword there and that's maintain. Yeah. So anytime you're looking for consistency, sustainability and maintaining something, you've got to have practice, right? You've got to put that into practice and do it over and over and over again so that it becomes just like brushing your teeth, right? And that's why I love talking about the power hour. You know, Tony Robbins talks a lot about the power hour. What happens in the first hour of your day is so important. So for example, if you're getting up you're checking your phone right away, you're watching the news, and you're racing out of the house, it's a much different feel than if you were to wake up, have some water, do a four, seven, eight breathing exercise, and maybe do some three things that you're grateful for today, right? That's going to set the tone in a much different way for you to be proactive versus reactive. And there's nothing wrong with either one, is just try that out for yourself. Try out those different ways of being in the morning, and just notice how you feel, right? Because ultimately, our goal is to feel good. Now a quick break in word from our sponsor. How would you like to be rewarded for your healthy lifestyle and save money on your life insurance? Well, it's possible with Health IQ. Health IQ is a new kind of life insurance company. They use science and data like their cycling quiz to secure lower rates versus the traditional BMI measurement. 56% of Health IQ customers save between 4 and 33% on their life insurance. To see if you qualify for their exclusive rates, take their Health IQ quiz or their other lifestyle quizzes. 
at www.healthiq.com forward slash healthy or mention the promo code healthy when you talk to a Health IQ agent. You can thank me later. Now back to the episode. Yeah, absolutely. Um, what, what is the best way to wake up, by the way, for someone who is um, a little stressed out? And, and um, is it to go right into the breathing? Is it, what, what are the, some good practices, if you will? Yeah, so I'm going to I'm going to break it down real small. If you just got five minutes and if you say, well, I just how could I possibly I don't have enough time get up a little bit earlier. It's the only extra time you're going to have in that day. Mm -hmm. So if you've got five minutes, I would create a space in your home where it's just a sacred space for you that you love to go because you know that that's time for you. So you carve out that me time and you can simply just sit and close your eyes, set a timer for five minutes. Um, and just think about three things you're grateful for. So what am I grateful for today? Name those three things and then ask yourself, how do I want to show up today? I do. I want to show up happy. Awesome. I'm going to choose that. And then your five minutes is over and you go on and you start your day. Now, what's going to happen is you keep practicing that you're going to want more of it because it feels so good. Mm. Now on the days that you're not able to do that, you'll also notice some things will come up for you. And hopefully it gets you back to wanting to do that morning five minutes for yourself. Mm -hmm. Excellent. Very good. The, the morning five, five minutes. Morning five. Morning five. We coined a new term. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. I, I think you've, you've hit it on the nose is finding space, finding time. And, um, mm -hmm. you know, what, one thing would be how to create the space. If there's any um, uh, suggestions or recommendations on that. Absolutely. That's a great question. So what I've done is I had a, uh, at my old place, I had a walk-in closet. And so what I did was I got a really cushiony pillow and I just set that on the floor. And then across from me, I had a couple of pretty pictures that I like to look at. I had a candle and an incense. Um, and I would go in there with my iPod and I would put on some positive music. Um, sometimes I would use music. Sometimes I would use a meditation. Sometimes I would just sit in silence mm. and I would just create this routine for me. And when I got bored, I would mix it up and in integrate some other things there. Um, but it really was a sacred space for me, um, that no one knew, like it was in my closet. So no one knew it was there, but me. Um, so that was great too. It just, it just, I rolled out of bed and rolled right into the meditation, if you will. Mm. Um, it's just a sacred space for me to get grounded to clear my head of maybe I had a bad night of sleep or maybe I had some nightmares. Um, it was just a way, again, to set the tone of how I wanted to show up today despite a night of maybe insomnia or not sleeping well. So, mm. yeah. So real simple stuff, nothing too fancy, basic. Yeah, you know, I like to keep it simple. So, so the things that are within our control, um, I like to just incorporate. Um, and those are just simple things you can do. Not only if you're traveling, you can certainly do that um, in an airport as, as noisy or chaotic as that might be. You can always create that space to close your eyes, go within, put your headphones in, listen to something positive, um, and, and it'll, it'll definitely shift your perspective and your mood pretty quickly. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I think it's mindset that more than anything um, to do a workout, to go into that five minute, um, do the breathing. What, what kind of mindset do you, could you tell, tell us um, that that's the best mindset to, to carry, if you will? 
Well, that's a great question. I think you always need to be in touch with your outcome. What is the outcome that you're looking to achieve? What is that feeling that you want to feel? And then you can go to the purpose. You know, what is your purpose and what is the action you need to take? So it's kind of like the opa when you're in Greek town, right? Mm-hmm. They light the, the cheese on fire, the saganaki. I remember it as opa. Mm-hmm. So your, what's your outcome? What's your purpose? And what's the action that you need to take? And I think if you can follow that acronym um, and really get clear on that outcome, that will determine your mindset, right? Because we, we are defined by our rituals. And so if we're creating these things for ourselves, it's a much better feel. For example, I used to get up years ago and I would let the weather predict my mood, right? It's something that's completely out of my control. But if it was raining, I was in a bad mood because I I immediately went to, I'm going to get wet. I'm going to have to wait at the bus. My commute's going to take twice as long, right? And you start to go down that negative rabbit hole. Now, fast forward a few years later, after implementing some of these practices, I stood at the bus stop with my umbrella, looking at this puddle, watching the beautiful ripple effect in the water. Mm. So it was just such a different way and mindset of looking at it. Something that used to sort of control me, I now long no longer had it. Ha- no longer had that control over me. Yeah, so. absolutely. I think that translates into um, exercise too. I think um, for for me, I, I want to say that a lot of people have this connotation that pain. Um, hurt or I can't type of uh, mindset towards fitness and then instead of the um, joy uh, great results and feeling uh, of doing the workout and getting the sweat on if you will um, it all is important to have that positive if not um, optimistic mindset right and I think if you focus too much on the process Um, you can talk yourself out of it, right? If you're thinking, oh, I have to get to the gym, it's going to take an hour, then I've got to change, then I've got to find a machine, then, you know, people are going to be looking at me, you know, you're going to talk yourself right out of it. So again, you go back to that outcome. How do I want to feel when I'm done? Oh, I'm going to feel amazing when I'm done with this workout and power through and you will. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, Valuable information, Sheila, awesome info. Um, If there's two things, maybe three things, uh, last final tips that you could share with our audience, what would that be? Well, I think the mindset is key. You know, number one, you know, how do you want to feel? How do you want to show up? Um, Just always being in touch with what your goals are, what that outcome is that you want to achieve. Why are you here? Are you here doing work that you love? Are you giving back? Are you contributing? You know, what's your purpose? Um, And then what action do you need to take? And I think the key point there is if it's not working, you need to change it. Mm -hmm. And if it's not working there, you need to change it again. So you're always refining and getting curious as to why. And that's really where we need to play. Awesome. Very good. Um, I want to make sure that you get a chance to share with our audience some of the new things that you were doing since we last talked. So um, go ahead and share with us um, all of that. I love it. Thank you. So uh, you can reach me at lovechange.me. And I've created this platform with a team of coaches. uh, So we can continue to empower you to embrace your change. So whether you're going through dietary, lifestyle, behavior changes, career changes, relationship, um, all of those things are the key areas of life that nourish us. So it's not just the food found on our plate. 
It's also those, those other things in life that nourish us. And so my passion and purpose is to educate people, support them on their journey, and have accountability in helping them get from where they are today to where they'd like to be. Excellent. Good. And, and um, it starts with a um, message from them to you, or how do they uh, get started? Absolutely. So you can go to lovechange.me today and you can sign up for a free 20 minute call and I'll just understand what your needs are. And if we're a fit together, um, then we can talk about how to move forward. Again, it's really, you know, places in your life that you really want to make that change. This is a great time to get on board, especially uh, as we're finishing out 2017. Um, we're starting to map out what we want to bring into our lives in 2018. So this is a perfect time to uh, jump on a 20-minute call and um, and let's get going. Yeah, absolutely. Very good. Um, the way to contact you is best through the website, you said, or phone call? Uh, you can contact me through the website and that will link directly to my calendar and then I'll get a notification once you've, once you've sent uh, your information in there. Very good. Excellent. All right, Sheila, this was a very valuable, like I said, I appreciate you jumping back on with me. I'm glad to reconnect and um, look forward to uh, doing some others in the future, maybe. Awesome. Thanks so much. Happy holidays. Thanks, Sheila. Thank you so much for joining us today on Healthy Living with Eric Sue. Head over to ericwsue.com for full recaps of every show in Eric's health and wellness blog. Your healthy living life is waiting for you. So stay active and be safe.